This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're going to be asking, can you get too big to compete in sport? Now, the reason that I'm bringing this topic to you is because I've had this discussion more times than I thought I would, so I figured why not address it actually on a podcast too. So the reason I'm bringing this topic to you, the reason that I'm asking that question, can you get too big for sport, is because honestly, it's something that I see come up a lot. And the arguments, so we'll go over the arguments that I hear a lot of people bring to this topic, and then I'll talk you through the answer, and I'll talk you through how to make sure you are not struggling with this issue. So number one, let's go through the arguments. Can you get too big for sport? What I often hear people talk about Number one thing that I hear people talk about is that lifting weights makes you slow. Now, I don't even know how to begin to address how ridiculous this is because lifting weights build strength and strength is needed for literally everything we do. And if so, if you're going to ask the question, well, if you're going to sit here and say that lifting weights makes you slow, I need you to understand that lifting weights is not what makes you slow. It's how you're training and what you're not doing that is causing you to feel that effect. So what do I mean when I say that? So it's how you're training because simply picking up weights and putting them back down is not going to make you slower. And people think that it does because a lot of the time people start a strength training routine and let everything else go out the window. So again, we're speaking to combat sports athletes here because that's the majority of who I work with in my company. But if you're a fighter out there right now, concerned that lifting weights is going to make you slow, concerned that you know, you're know you not going to see positive effects in your sport because you're too strong, I need you to understand a few basic things. Number one, strength is the foundation of everything you do. If you're an athlete and Literally any movement you make while you're competing, strength is the baseline. Strength is the foundation that allows you to make that movement. So lifting weights and getting stronger is not going to take away your speed. It is going to give you more potential for speed. So those that are sitting here thinking that I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get slow, understand that if you're not lifting weights, that's actually what's going to make you slower. Often why I find people think this is because when they actually start lifting, what starts to happen is they start to feel the effects, you know, their body, like their legs are sore because they're not used to strength training with their legs. So that night when they're training, they feel slower. And so they say lifting weights makes me slow and they throw it away forever. What I need you to understand, though, is that, again, you being sore because you're not used to doing that doesn't mean that you're getting slower. It means that your body's getting used to new stimulus. The same thing as the first time you went into the gym and threw a punch or threw a kick, it didn't magically feel great. I'm sure your first boxing session, your first jiu-jitsu session, whatever it was for you, at the end of that, I'm sure you felt like absolute crap, but you didn't sit there and say, okay, boxing makes me feel like shit. It was just hard work. 
And that's the same thing as what you're experiencing with this. So if you're an athlete listening to this, I beg of you to understand that just because you're lifting weights and you feel slow today, it does not mean that lifting weights is making you slow. You need to understand how to do it properly. You need to understand how to build it up. And as you continue to get better with it, as your body continues to get used to it, you're going to improve more and more. And in turn, you're going to notice not only your speed come back, but power come back on top of that speed. Now, the other thing I hear a lot of athletes say when it comes to, you know, getting too big for sport or lifting, making them slow or whatever it might be, is that muscle obviously needs to be oxygenated. So lifting weights, building muscle is going to make it easier for you to gas out. Now, let's talk about that. So one of the reasons that that is just not true, so on the surface, if you look at it, first we'll start here. On the surface, if you look at it, yes, if you have more muscle, that's going to take more oxygen to effectively fuel your body, and in turn, you can gas out faster. However, again, it is not because of the muscle that you're gassing out faster. You need to learn how to train properly to adjust to it. So if you're an athlete listening to this again, and you're taking, you're sticking away from lifting weights because you don't want to gas out, understand building a proper strength foundation allows you to use less energy while you move. And if you're using less energy while you move, what happens? That means you can move more before you're going to actually start to get tired. Then it comes down to how you're training. If all you're doing is bodybuilding, then yeah. If you go into the ring and you try to throw a bunch of punches and kicks, that's going to be difficult. And in turn, you're probably going to get tired pretty quickly. However, if you're getting stronger and building some muscle, but you're continuing to train MMA, you're continuing to do your conditioning work, you're continuing to structure your training as though you are trying to compete at a high level in a sport, you're not going to gas out faster. That increase in muscle, that increase in strength is going to allow you to be more explosive and it's going to allow you to move better and move easier. And in turn, it is going to make sure that your body can move more efficiently throughout the duration of your fight. And in turn is going to allow you to actually perform at a higher level, not at a lower level, like you might think. Now, getting to the real question, can you get too big to compete in sport? So the reason that I brought this up, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, is that I've had this discussion online with a few athletes. I posted something the other day about uh, a famous bodybuilder, Phil Heath, and said that, you know, if you're an athlete and you're worried about getting too big for sport, understand that people that look like this and put a picture of Phil up on the screen, train to look this way. It doesn't happen by accident. And I surprisingly got some people commenting back saying that getting too big for sport is a very real thing. And I need you to understand this. If you are worried about getting too big for sport, training properly is not going to cause that. The guys that step onto the Mr. Olympia stage, those guys that are walking balls of muscle, like a few of the people that I've seen tune in on the Instagram stream here. I hope you're still here. If, I'm, if you're hearing that, you know who you are. Those guys that are walking around as those big balls of muscle, they train to step onto a bodybuilding stage. They're not training to fight three five-minute rounds. They're not training to fight five five-minute rounds. They're not training to compete in the same way that you are. And so, yeah, if they were to step into a ring or a cage and try to fight for five five-minute rounds, 
that would probably be a very difficult thing for them to do because they're not training for that. But if you are lifting weights two to three times a week on top of doing explosive power work, on top of doing proper structured conditioning work, your body is going to continue to adapt. First of all, you're not going to put on as much muscle as you think. You know, all these people are worried that they're going to pick up a dumbbell and all of a sudden they're going to be 300 pounds and freaking jacked. It's not how that works. So first, you're not going to put on as much muscle as you think. Second, if you're continuing to do all the other training, your body's going to adapt to it and you're going to continue to be successful because you're doing all the right things. So stop being afraid of lifting weights. Stop being afraid of getting strong. Start understanding that just like anything else, you didn't walk into the MMA gym, throw your first punch, and then all of a sudden sign a contract with the UFC. You're not going to pick up a dumbbell for the first time and all of a sudden look like you could step on the Mr. Olympia stage. One of my favorite analogies that I've heard used with people that are worried about this is that worrying about lifting weights making you too big is like worrying that driving your minivan is going to make you a, is going to make you a NASCAR driver. Lifting weights will make you stronger. Structuring those sessions and doing them two to three times a week on top of MMA training, on top of explosive power work and conditioning is not going to make you so big and strong that you're not able to fight. And then we get to the point of weight classes because I've had a couple of people bring that up as well. You know, oh, if you build too much muscle, then you're going to go up a weight class and you're going to lose a significant advantage. And for that, I would bring to you this thought. If you're worried about getting too strong for your weight class, are you in the right weight class? Because again, if you are building strength and you are building power and you are improving your athletic ability, and that ends up putting you into a position where you need to move up a weight class, isn't that a good idea to be at your best physically instead of draining yourself and not training the right way and hoping that you don't run into guys that can beat you? But if you can put that strength on, put that muscle on, improve that explosive power, improve that speed, and step into a higher weight class and perform better, wouldn't you want to do that? Guys are going to be a little bit bigger, but if you're physically at your best, you should be able to take those guys on and moving up a weight class might be exactly what you need in your career. Now, I hope this has been valuable. We're going to talk for a couple more minutes because again, the discussion that I was having with these athletes and they were worried about, you know, lifting weights, making them too big and making them too strong, whatever else it might be. Honestly, it sat with me a little bit weird because, you know, I just, I don't understand how people's views of strength training are so backwards. You know, these people that think that they're magically going to get so massive that they won't be able to compete at their weight class. And, you know, I hope I touched on a couple of potential thoughts on why people think this way, but let's talk about a few more. So when people are concerned about this, when they're worried about being too big, too strong uh, and lifting weights, you know, magically making them into Superman, Honestly, what I really want to get across is that this view is just not based on anything. You know, you might have had a coach one time tell you that lifting weights is going to make you too big, but understand that bodybuilding and lifting weights are two different things. Bodybuilding and lifting weights are two different things. Lifting weights, if you want to succeed as an athlete, is a non-negotiable thing that must happen. 
because strength training doesn't make you too big to compete in sport. Strength training makes you stronger. Strength training reduces risk of injury in the sport. Your muscles, when they're stronger, can take more impact. And if they can take more impact, that means they can go through more before you succumb to injury, which means that not only can you train for longer, which is going to allow you to continue to get better, but you are going to get injured less, which means you're going to be able to train more, which means you're going to be able to improve your skill set at a faster rate, which means you're going to be able to reach new levels in your career. So in conclusion, don't start bodybuilding if you're trying to compete in sport, but lifting weights when done properly and when mixed properly with sports specific training, when mixed properly with power training, with mixed properly with power training, speed work, conditioning work is not going to make you too big for sport. You're not going to magically blow up. You're not going to magically look like one of those guys set to step on the Mr. Olympia stage. These are irrational fears that are based off of nothing. So you have two choices now. You can either continue to avoid the hard work of strength training two to three times a week and continue to stay stuck at the level of your career that you're at right now. Or you can understand that this viewpoint you have is based on nothing and you can start learning from coaches like myself, like other coaches in the industry. One of the other ones to look up is Phil DeRue, who does amazing work with combat athletes. And you can learn from people like that in order to understand how to lift weights in order to give yourself an advantage. You can understand how to strength train in order to give yourself an advantage. Because you being at the lowest possible weight class is not your advantage. You being strong, you being powerful, you being able to outmuscle, outwork, and outpace your opponents is your advantage. And the final concern that I've heard from athletes about this topic is somebody brought to, brought to my attention that you know, they didn't want to lift weights because like the the heavyweights in the UFC are all a lot slower than the flyweights because, you know, you know, so because they're heavyweights and they're stronger, that must be why they're slower. Um, and to address anything like that, if you're sitting here and you are concerned that you had that, you know, bigger people tend to be slower than smaller people understand that. The smaller guys, the flyweights, the bantamweights, the featherweights, just because they're smaller in stature does not mean that they are not lifting weights. You know, I interviewed Kai Kata-France. I never know how to pronounce his name, but he's a flyweight in the UFC, I think ranked number two or three in the world. And I interviewed his strength coach on this show and shortly after saw a video of him walking around at about 140 pounds, deadlift 440 pounds for two reps. So if he fights at 125 pounds and he's deadlifting 440 pounds for reps and in that 125 pound weight class, he's known for his speed and his power. I hope that in itself is enough to dispel this notion that because you're smaller, it means you don't lift weights. And I hope you can understand that that is stature. You know, some people are naturally just built bigger, but these guys being smaller doesn't mean they're not strong. It doesn't mean they're not lifting. It doesn't mean they're not working on that area of your game, of their game. So in conclusion, in final conclusion now, if you are out there and you are concerned that you're going to get too big by lifting weights a couple of times a week 
in order to be able to compete in your sport. If you're concerned that you're going to get too big, I need you to understand that this viewpoint is based on nothing. There is nothing scientifically backing up the fact that being big or strong is going to make you unable to compete in your sport. And also lifting two to three times a week is not going to pack on so much size and strength that you're not going to be able to reach your weight class, that you're not going to be able to move fast or that you're going to gas out faster. It's about training intelligently. It's about training consistently. It's about doing the right things, not turning yourself into a bodybuilder and expecting magic results. So start lifting weights, start getting past these fears. If you are not sure how to start, if you are not sure where to go, send me a message as you watch this and we can have a discussion about how you can get started and how you can start actually giving yourself an unfair advantage over your opponents if your opponents aren't lifting. Because as you know, that's what we're all about here on this show is helping athletes reach new levels. So I know I went off on a couple of tangents there because this topic always kind of gets me the fact that it still needs to be a discussion, but I appreciate all of you tuned in. Uh, if you're watching this back or listening back to this on the podcast, YouTube channel, anything like that, make sure to share it with a friend, make sure to share it with a teammate, share it with a coach, share it with someone who needs to hear this message. I appreciate you all. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll talk to you all again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.